Hello, welcome to Daily Prayer, a ministry of the Good Shepherd Lutheran Church. We'll be here with you every day throughout the COVID-19 emergency. I'm Pastor Bob Schaefer. It's good to see you. Today is Thursday, June 3rd, the Thursday before Proper 5. Let's take a moment of silence now as we begin. We begin with a lighted candle. A candle burning in the darkness is a powerful symbol of hope. We light this candle as a sign of our strong hope that God is with us no matter what comes. The candle also reminds us that Jesus said we would be lights for the world. We're called to live generously and graciously, taking care of one another in the name of Jesus. Please join me, if you'd like, in lighting a candle in your own home now. Let's pray. All-powerful God, in Jesus Christ, you turned death into life and defeat into victory. Increase our faith and trust in him, that we may triumph over all evil in the strength of the same Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let's turn now to the pages of Holy Scripture. The readings today begin in Psalm 138. I will give you thanks with all my heart. Before the heavenly assembly, I will sing praises to you. I will bow down toward your holy temple and give thanks to your name because of your loyal love and faithfulness, for you have exalted your promise above the entire sky. When I cried out for help, you answered me. You made me bold and energized me. Let all the kings of the earth give thanks to you, O Lord, when they hear the words you speak. Let them sing about the Lord's deeds, for the Lord's splendor is magnificent. Though the Lord is exalted, he takes note of the lowly and recognizes the proud from far away. Even when I must walk in the midst of danger, you revive me. You oppose my angry enemies, and your right hand delivers me. The Lord avenges me. O Lord, your loyal love endures. Do not abandon those whom you have made. A reading from the first book of Samuel, chapter 4. Samuel revealed the word of the Lord to all Israel. Then the Israelites went out to fight the Philistines. They camped at Ebenezer, and the Philistines camped at Aphek. The Philistines arranged their forces to fight Israel. As the battle spread out, Israel was defeated by the Philistines, who killed about 4,000 men in the battle line in the field. When the army came back to the camp, the elders of Israel said, Why did the Lord let us be defeated today by the Philistines? Let's take with us the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord from Shiloh. When it is with us, it will save us from the hands of our enemies. So the army sent to Shiloh, and they took from there the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of Hosts, who sits between the cherubim. Now the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, were there with the Ark of the Covenant of God. When the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord arrived at the camp, all Israel shouted so loudly that the ground shook. When the Philistines heard the sound of the shout, they said, What is this loud shout in the camp of the Hebrews? Then they realized that the Ark of the Lord had arrived at the camp. The Philistines were scared because they thought that gods had come to the camp. They said, 
Too bad for us. We've never seen anything like this. Too bad for us. Who can deliver us from the hand of these mighty gods? These are the gods who struck the Egyptians with all sorts of plagues in the desert. Be strong and act like men, you Philistines, or else you will wind up serving the Hebrews the way they have served you. Act like men and fight. So the Philistines fought. Israel was defeated. They all ran home. The slaughter was very great. 30,000 foot soldiers fell in the battle. The Ark of God was taken, and the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, were killed. On that day, a Benjaminite ran from the battle lines and came to Shiloh. His clothes were torn and dirt was on his head. When he arrived in Shiloh, Eli the priest was sitting in his chair watching by the side of the road, for he was very worried about the Ark of God. As the man entered the city to give his report, the whole city cried out. When Eli heard the outcry, he said, What is this commotion? The man quickly came and told Eli. Now Eli was ninety-eight years old, and his eyes looked straight ahead. He was unable to see. The man said to Eli, I am the one who came from the battle lines. Just today I fled from the battle lines. Eli asked, How did things go, my son? The messenger replied, Israel has fled from the Philistines. The army has suffered a great defeat. Your two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, are dead. The Ark of God has been captured. When he mentioned the Ark of God, Eli fell backward from his chair beside the gate. He broke his neck and died, for he was old and heavy. He had judged Israel for forty years. His daughter-in-law, the wife of Phinehas, was pregnant and close to giving birth. When she heard that the Ark of God was captured and that her father-in-law and her husband were dead, she doubled over and gave birth, but her labor pains were too much for her. As she was dying, the women who were there with her said, Don't be afraid, you have given birth to a son. But she did not reply or pay any attention. She named the boy Ichabod, saying, The glory has departed from Israel, referring to the capture of the Ark of God and the deaths of her father-in-law and her husband. She said, The glory has departed from Israel because the Ark of God has been captured. Finally, in the first letter of Peter, the fourth chapter. For the culmination of all things is near. So be self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of prayer. Above all, keep your love for one another fervent, because love covers a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without complaining. Just as each one has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of the varied grace of God. Whoever speaks, let it be with God's words. Whoever serves, do so with the strength that God supplies, so that in everything God will be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him belong the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Dear friends, do not be astonished that a trial by fire is occurring among you, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice in the degree that you have shared in the sufferings of Christ, so that when his glory is revealed, you may also rejoice and be glad. If you are insulted for the name of Christ, you are blessed, because the Spirit of glory, who is the Spirit of God, rests on you. But let none of you suffer as a murderer or thief or criminal or as a troublemaker. But if you suffer as a Christian, 
do not be ashamed, but glorify God that you bear such a name. For it is time for judgment to begin, starting with the house of God. And if it starts with us, what will be the fate of those who are disobedient to the gospel of God? And if the righteous are barely saved, what will become of the ungodly and sinners? So then, let those who suffer according to the will of God entrust their souls to a faithful creator as they do good. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now that we've dwelt in God's word, let's take some time to pray together. I'd like to invite you to pray out loud with me. Don't be embarrassed that you're praying with the video screen. I'm praying in an empty room. And yet, despite the strangeness, our technology is joining us in prayer right now, no matter when or where we are. So in that spirit, let's pray. Holy God, holy and mighty, holy and immortal, have mercy on us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Show us your mercy, O God, and grant us your salvation. Give us the joy of your saving help again, and sustain us with your bountiful spirit. Give peace in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Keep the nations under your care, and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and sustain me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, hear my prayer, and let my cry come before you. Loving Creator, we asked for strength, and you gave us difficulties to make us strong. We asked for wisdom, and you gave us problems to solve. We asked for prosperity, and you gave us purpose and brains to use. We asked for courage, and you gave us fears to overcome. We asked for patience, and you gave us situations where we were forced to wait. We asked for love, 
and you gave us troubled people to help. We asked for justice, and you called us to be just and lead with integrity. Lord, we have received nothing that we asked for or wanted, and yet we receive everything that we needed. For this we give thanks. Amen. That'll do it for now. Thank you for spending a few minutes of your time with us today. We hope it's been a blessing. Please take a moment to like this video, subscribe to our channel, and tell your friends about us. Stop by and visit us online at goodshepherdlife.org. And please consider making a gift to support our ongoing ministry. You'll find our PayPal address in the program notes. Stay well, be of good cheer, and be kind to one another. I'll see you tomorrow.